0: Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one of the New Music Saturday podcast and we kick off with our good friends 21 Grams, we've got all four of the band on the line in our virtual interview, Uh, these are a brilliant group of guys just clearly have so much fun and get on with each other and make brilliant, proper filthy rock and roll music. So we have a good laugh with them. We really, really enjoyed that uh, interview. And then we go into uh, another awesome part one, which starts off kind of big and heavy and actually has a really uh, beautiful ending with the last couple of tracks in there. So you're gonna enjoy this. It's a a great kind of musical journey and it leads into part two, which is coming later. Absolutely brilliantly. Uh, So please do enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for telling your friends keep doing that we, uh, we really appreciate that people keep listening to the show uh, keep enjoying it discovering new music discover your new favourite band here cheers guys hi this is Zach from Stratton 5 and you're listening to the one and only new music Saturday with Dr Bones and Mike 5 turn it up nice and loud
1: A little late, just a touch past five, if you want to call it a touch, but welcome to new music series. Myself, Doc Bones, and my partner, crime and co's Mike Five. What's happening, Mike?
0: All right, brother. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm uh, I'm living the dream this week, uh, listening to lots of music, having a lovely time, looking forward to the interview. I like your definition of a touch for anyone listening live <laughs> for like half an hour left. Hey, that's that's pretty normal, <laughs> just a right. to touch, I love it, so yeah, I'm good yeah. man, how are you?
1: I'm uh, very good, it's, it's been a good week, a bunch of new music, and uh, some cool vinyls arrived, some mainstream bottles I ordered, but still it was, it was very cool either way, so I got the new Weezer, uh, OK Human, and I told you last night oh, yeah. I had ordered uh, um, Rush of Blood to the Head and Lionel, plus Peter's album, and we finished up tonight with Gretchen's Wheel last night, so it was awesome, but... Um, nice, anyway, nice. So it's, it's been it was good it was, a, it was a good night but let's get right to our interview so let's welcome 21 grams welcome to the show guys hi Hello.
2: thank you
1: how's so, everything going oh man awesome this i've been looking so forward to this i was telling pause before i called anyone else and said man we've been essentially talking about this and, and playing Twenty One grams for years and got set us up and finally this is happening and i'm super pumped like i can't wait i was I've been looking forward <laughs> to this all week and uh yeah, so that, that's where I'm at. I, I'm, I'm super stoked and pumped for this for the show.
2: Cool. That's Fantastic. very nice
3: of you to say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks for your support over the years as well.
1: Oh man, if, if it weren't for uh, uh, actually Factory Fast Records, I don't think we ever would have. We, we might not have gone in touch to be honest with you. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So do you guys want to kick off with some intros? Because there's loads of, uh, there's like, you know, 50 of you on the line. <laughs> um, based on how long it took to dial everyone in. But yeah, do you want to do, you want to do some intros? Tell us who you are, what you do. Uh, maybe um, an interesting fact about yourself. I don't know. Or maybe something better than that. No, maybe tell us uh, who you are, what you do, and the, your favourite thing to put on a bit of toast. That's maybe a good start. What do you recommend? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good um, I'll tell you what, Pods, I'll let you go first and then you can choose who goes next
4: Yeah, sound uh, So I'm Pod, Rich Podmore Uh play rhythm guitar and backing vocals in 21 grams uh, I'm actually, originally I was a drummer but I made the switch to rhythm guitar um, oh, That is uh, interesting, there you go <laughs> Yeah Um me to Marty brilliant
0: <laughs> okay here you're handing the baton on to
2: um i think we'll uh let's go to hog next hi my name's uh ogie uh andy Hughes is the full title but and because we ogie i'm bass guitarist in uh, the popular beat combo that is 21 grams uh barely started doing this interesting fact quite late in life really first band uh and we all probably have unique profilers we're all old enough to know better and uh, i suppose my favorite <laughs> uh, favorite piece on a piece of toast would be uh marmalade actually but pink grapefruit
0: flavor pink grapefruit flavored marmalade right. there you go <laughs> that's i'm so glad i asked this question i i've <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. That's getting in my Amazon, my Tesco basket. Next
3: <laughs> shop, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> excellent.
0: Uh, okay, I
3: need
2: you on and up to help to.
3: I'd say go to go to Tim next. Hi, I'm Tim Vocalist uh, with twenty one grams, obviously. uh <laughs> in various bands for thirty five years, um, mostly in the cover band, the uh, genre all classic rock and stuff like that. That's how we first met Mole, me and Mold. Molded. First band together. Right. The, about 30 odd years ago. Um, everything on a piece of toast me face. <laughs> 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 okay. Over to Simon. Hi, I'm the Cy so I'm Simon
2: Degg's full name. So I'm Simon the lead guitarist at 21 grams. Uh, go back a long way, me and Pod. So uh, this is our, my first band as such. Well, me and Pod have got go back a long way. We had a bit of a collaboration about 20 years ago. Didn't really go anywhere, but we sort of met up again. Uh, talking about toast. Favourite thing on a piece
3: of toast, I suppose, along with mud, uh, Uggie's line. Some butter, basically.
0: Oh, that's a bit of a Do you like salted or unsalted?
3: It's got to be salted. It's got to be
0: salted. Okay. I don't know if
3: that's uh, unhealthy of me, but...
0: No, I think Sacrilege. yeah, salted
3: sort of butter. Salted <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: butter, smoky bacon.
2: Yeah, I don't even know if it tastes any different to non-salted. I'll have to try it.
0: <laughs> at, least at
2: least nobody said
0: "marmite." That would have been controversial. That would have been exactly, straight, <laughs> exactly. You know, we'd have had to do some sort of online poll to see if you could carry on the interview. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, and, 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 and to be fair it doesn't make a difference it really doesn't
0: Mindy, so. <laughs> what's your favourite thing to have on a bit of toast
1: uh, uh bacon
0: <laughs> classic
1: if <laughs> 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 we're being honest you usually have a, you either have toast with the BLT or just butter and butter is kind of boring and then mine like really into marbling and all that other stuff so I was like next best thing is uh, BLT man <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's fair
0: I feel like that becomes more about the bacon than the taste but yeah, well, yeah, I still like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
0: was good well there you go, we're going full circle I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you, you you should kick off now with some real questions
1: okay, well I, I guess my, my <laughs> first question is uh, we've been listening to you guys uh, for for and playing guys for a while now I, I'm really curious as to how your dynamic works for the band i.e. like um, is everything kind of kind of brought together all at once by each individual member? Does someone bring something different to the table, or does one person kind of do let's say a quarter to half the stuff, and then everybody collaborates to kind of finish it and kind of clean it up a little bit?
4: Yeah. Okay. So, join Johnny, on first one, Bones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Pause. I know we've we talked about this. I'm sorry. So, pause. You go first, buddy. So. Yeah. Okay. So um,
4: we're one of them bands where we said from the start it's a democracy. And um, everyone gets credited for the music, so, so someone could have the writer riff and some lyrics, but it's never a finished article. We get in the real room and we all work on it, so everyone's credited with every single piece of music we put out. Nice. Um, a bit like the classic Zeppelin albums and Black Sabbath, they just they, they all just they just credited every member of the band, didn't they? Um That's great. 'cause right. they. It, it wasn't the same till we were all together, and someone brings an idea, and and you know every every single time, it never ends up sounding like the original idea. It's it's mouldy bad everyone in the band till it's finished, you know.
1: The, <laughs> uh, well, it's but actually, that's that's the, that's the beauty of it though, right? I mean, is it, there is the option to kind of change and and kind of we'll call it grow as you move along because you never know. You know, you might be sitting down, right? You guys are sitting down recording the song and think, wait a minute, you know, I can change the, the tempo here uh, to maybe speed up or slow it down. Or, you know, maybe this riff would be better kind of later on. Let's, let's, you know, change a bridge or something like that. So you, there's always often change and it just all depends on how your recording session goes, right?
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we usually get when we're recording everything's 90% done in the rehearsal room before. You know, we work things out, but you can go in and then someone just has an idea for backing vocal or some. You know, it can be anything, and so it's never completely finished. Really, you know, um, but we try and get the work done before we record, if, if that makes.
1: Sense. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> now I was thinking um, back to your uh, your your live album, like essentially live in studio. Uh, now. Um, you told me a little bit about that, but uh, if you could maybe to kind of go a little more in depth as to why you guys decided to do an album like that, because I mean it sounds amazing. I mean I I, I love the, the quality to it, but what made you decide? Okay, we're instead oh, of a regular album or an actual I say live album from a venue we played, let's just do a live in studio. Like where? Uh, why did you think to do it that way? Uh, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, out of either way.
2: Because we're cheap. But- <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually, we actually thought it was novel. It's, it's who, 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 in the right minds releases our very first album live with no safety valves? We'd, we have only been playing for about three or four years together, uh, and it, it came out right. Uh, there's something quite odd about our band, really, because. We're, like I said, we all are old enough, now, it. I mean, I joined this because I was looking for a drummer for, uh, for my mate's band, uh, and the original drummer, which was Simon's brother, said we were looking for a bass player. I tipped up and then walked Pod, and we used to work on the same firm. So it just seemed like a sort of natural fit. Uh, so from that, it's like Pod just said, we... we I mean, I've written something today, uh, sent it out. Simon's actually polished it out. And by the time, and I've been working on some lyrics, so by the time we get in the room when we come out of this strange lockdown period, again, right. we'll be in a position to probably hit the ground running to a degree. But to answer your question, I mean, we just thought it would be a good idea. We I mean, some of the... Where well, we recorded the the thing was a sugar mill, which is a local venue in Stoke-on-Trent. Which have, there's many a band that I've seen there that I feel very privileged to have actually shared the stage with, although it being some years later. Right. Uh, and it just we knew the people there, we had the contacts, we did it, and that was the end result. Uh, and it just goes, I mean, i would be honest with you, I wanted to keep on doing every album we did, a bit like, you no know, like the Bronx, have you ever heard of the Bronx? But, but you New York punk band, uh, uh, I think, in New York. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, every yeah. album of theirs is called the Bronx. You know, that kind of, so everything I wanted to do everything live, but uh, but like you say, with democracy, and i am be honest with you, Coliseum's come out pretty, pretty epic really in that respect yeah I uh, oh, just man, think it's yeah. come out it's come out really well uh, uh, Riverside Studios did a fantastic job Paul the guy who produced it and all that sort of stuff fantastic yeah. job come out uh, but yeah you know without going on that's basically sort of why we did it it just seemed a novel thing to do uh, so what, what one so the the interest-
4: answer your question um one of the interesting things about the live album Bonesy and Mike as well is originally it was um, it was an idea we thought of with Brian from Factory Fast Records with yeah. um, obviously we, we got together and we sort of got connected with Brian quite quickly just through social media and I think we did five compilations we were on five of these compilations um, and he used to we used to message and speak and, and st- that sort of thing. And we were meant to be doing um, sort of the, the very, uh, you, know, you know, the very independent uh, sort of idea of um, we were going to do a split album, right. live, oh, Mel, right. and it was meant to be us and a band from Manchester called the Shambolic, who mm-hmm. were on Factory Fast. Right. I don't know if you remember the phones. Oh, no,
1: no, I, I do actually, I do remember them. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> they sound like Motorhead. Only you know only yeah. rough. <laughs> <If that's possible. laughs> <laughs> we, we, we set it all up. We were going for it and all that, and then the Shambolic uh, couldn't do it because um, the the drama just quit on him at, at you know at short notice.
1: Right.
4: So we just said, right, we're going to do it ourselves now. and and that's that's real. You know, that's really the full story of it. It was meant to be a, a, a joint thing. I think Dinosaur Jr. and Nirvana, didn't they do singles where they did a side each? Things like like that, you know? And it was that sort of idea was behind it, really. But uh, we ended up going through with it on our own.
0: I absolutely love that. I think it's such a great, I mean, it sounds amazing. But what I love as well is the difference between the two albums. It, you know, it feels like you've really taken advantage of the different formats. Like the live album just sounds live and it's powerful it's got that energy where people get into a room and just kind of feed off each other and then obviously the new album has got you know all of those characteristics but it's got that you know the beauty of what you can do in the studio and some of the extra kind of touches and stuff but it's uh i love it it's like a bold brave way to go really in terms of doing that first most people probably you know, record a single or record an ET and then gradually build up and do some stuff and then maybe do a live album one day uh, in the future, kind of thing. But I just love that you went, Oh, well, it sounds quite good like this. Let's just do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I mean,
2: ju- just a cut. I mean, I think what thing, what, what's something that's missed that, that, that has to be recognized here is although we, we did bits like on the Factory Fast stuff, this we didn't really become a project, uh, a band until Moldova. Uh, Nothing really taking anything away from Steve on that uh, the original from it, but Mo was like the final piece of jigsaw. So, uh, yeah. I mean, really, that that lad's Mo. Uh, I mean, from a, from a red, rhythm point of view, me and him have got it's, it's a bit weird, really. It, 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 it's we we, we, we just frat, We just you know you you've been in rehearsal rooms yourself, Mark. surely yeah. You see you see your frat monkeys going across. What you know. Simon's got a war pedal But me and Mo (laughs) kind of got that Sort of gel kind of thing And we just become Quite solid with one another really He's he's helped my plane along uh, Because like I said Quite novice really uh, When it comes to The sort of first band kind of stuff And I think it's just Our own bits Of where we've come from Because nobody's got the same kind of musical taste either. they? Uh, and it just kind of works uh, in that respect, you know. Well, Mole really needs a big pat on the back. He's been everything, Fasty. Eh? Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> ba- ballads are impossible. But uh, but uh, you know, he-, he has brought that final bit to the to the jigsaw, as I said. Oh, well, you know what? Um, I have a question uh, for for pause now. Uh,
1: pause. Do you know what happened to Factory Fast because the obviously they just kind of dropped out and Brian just, like, just disappeared altogether.
4: I don't know actually um what what did what did I know what I knew it was going to happen because um we were going to release a live album on Factory Fast right and he was he was doing um he used to he used to do a digital release and a physical release right you do like the CD baby and all that, all those, that stuff as well. Yes. Um, and I think they were on, um, what's one of these books on one of those platforms as well. Um, but we were just getting up ready to release it. It was going to be a full factory fast. Right. And he said, and he, he messaged me, said, look, this is how it's going to work. I'll do the CD baby and you do the digital. Um, and I th- I think he, he knew what some. He knew he was going to wind it down. In hindsight, I think he he, he told us to do that because it'd be better for us.
6: Right.
1: But
4: he he, he never. He, I never got to find out. You know what really happened. Yeah. I think he yeah. just went.
1: Well, I was just curious because all of a sudden I didn't hear anything from him because there was that there was that one app that came out. It, it's not around anymore. But it was like an interview app. You know, you can call a person kind of like Skype, like we're doing right now. And, and I remember he used to call me uh, every Friday before uh, NMS and just ask what was happening on NMS. But he, he, always, he always kind of sounded like this. You know, he kind of had like a, kind of almost like a, not not quite Wolfman Jack, but kind of close, right? And he yeah. goes, like, oh yeah, it goes, well the other day, I talked to Pods, but he, he, I guess, I think he got confused because he it was you. About, so he's like, oh my God. <laughs> so, and, and it was like, and, uh, he, he, I mean, he, he was funny. He, was, he, was, he seemed like a nice guy, but sometimes, like,
4: oh boy, boy. I mean, God, God only knows how many hours he was putting into that. Oh, yeah, but exactly. Right. He probably never made much money at all because I don't think he really has any big sales on anything. You know? um, but, I mean, how many bands have, you know, have. Gone on to, onto new music. Started in the regulars, and they they came all through that route. Of fast well, record. that's right.
1: There's been a, there's been a couple. There's been actually no, there's been a few but, uh and you guys are one of them, obviously. But uh yeah, no, it's it's definitely good stepping. So I'm just kind of curious, and you know, because uh, like I mean, the, the, my Friday night, we'll call it uh, or Skype calls with them were always a lot of fun. You know, like he's just he's just very energetic. he a lot of, a lot, of uh, a lot of energy, right? Always does it seem like he did.
4: Yeah. It, it was. They were great for us, you know, oh, yeah. um, and it, it, it started us off on path that we could do our own thing, you know.
0: He always used to ask me about American sports. I was like, I don't I don't know any teams or anything. <laughs> and then I used to tell him about English sports, and he be like, yeah, I don't know either. And then we just move on to music, and then he could talk for hours to that guy about music. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, know, don't know what happened to him. Um, obviously, you got the album out and uh, you have released it in the middle of a pandemic, which is—I'm going to say—that's unusual. But everyone we've spoken to this year has obviously had to do that because it's just going on. It's like the world's longest movie. Um, so, but um, how how was that experience? It's like, what you know? Did you find it very different to to the first album, which I can't remember when it was released, but I guess was in more normal times. Um, did you learn anything from, from doing it, you know, in this weird, weird thing that we live in?
2: I think we were lucky. I don't know if I could jump in here, I think we were lucky because we just finished the vocals, backing vocals, the week before we were locked down, the first time in March. So there was a bit of a delay in getting it mixed because everybody went into their own, you know, there was now children. Right. Uh and from that, really, as soon as we got it mixed, it, your part has been really trying to keep the motivation And we thank you so much for doing this, really mm-hmm. do, because it's another another avenue that we can sort of get out. Because normally we'd gig it, wouldn't we? You know, okay. we had ideas of doing it. You know, we're we're more
1: than happy to do this. Like, I mean, like it's like we this is one thing we love doing, especially for bands. We we love, like, you guys. So, I like, guess it's been, it's been too long, like, here's the making. So, we're happy to do this. So,
2: yeah, but it really is appreciated, Bonesy, seriously. I mean, like you say, we did have plans of sort of doing a bit of, I was putting a bit of feelers that, because I, I work in a different area of the country than the rest of the lads do. Right. And I was sort of trying to find, uh, uh, I mean, we live, live in a different sort of place, but well, so sort of looking for other areas where we could sort of spread the net out from Stoke. Uh, obviously, that would be our own platform uh, initially because that's where we're all from. Well, obviously that put the kibosh on it a little bit, really. So uh, we've done a physical release, i.e., we've got some CDs done. The platform thing, I think, makes it easy because it's digital. Right. Uh, it's just places, platforms like you guys. Honestly, without you, people like you promoting new music, we wouldn't be. Well, we wouldn't be doing this, would we?
1: You know, I mean, the, it's, it's awesome. Audience. Exactly because there's awesome because now it's not just the, not, it's not just England, man. It's Canada, it's the U.S. and beyond. Like literally, uh, you know, when we look at our stats because we have uh, we have demographics and geological uh, geological uh, um, stats, and we look at it, it's crazy sometimes. Because you'll say even if it's a small percentage, it doesn't matter. But two percent Russia, like you no, know, we we we've had people from Tel Aviv listening, like or Dubai, like, it's like wow, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's unreal.
2: Apparently, we've we, we, we sort of pulled quite a few people in from Australia. God knows how that's happened.
6: Well, nice. I
2: mean, this is, I mean, to be honest with you, it was me setting up a Twitter account by accident. That, I mean, because I have no clue what I'm doing on this stuff. Pod's taken that mantle on, and, and he's done a fantastic job with it. Uh, and, you know, that's where a lot of this comes from, because of the, the Twitter sphere, really, I suppose. Uh but yeah <laughs> you know big thanks again it's just can't thank you enough for that really because obviously it's pushed us down a route we would have not you know got touched other people that we would have never got involved with really well
1: you know what no. I'll, I'll tell you what I, i've told other bands uh a saturday night are, are like mechanized poker night you know for we're best friends but we're thousands of miles away but we come together via this app to play music and this is our poker night. Instead of playing poker, we're listening to music, we're rocking out, and we're commenting on stuff that we just fucking love, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, the only only sad thing is when you did come over, Bonesy, it was a shame that you weren't over slightly longer and you did a bit more up north of the country.
1: That was a problem, right? Because we we, we we were were in the south, right? So we hit a lot of places, but... There well, is, that's uh, the worst
2: place to be. The South. I mean,
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because right, beyond... so, right, on that note, right? Sorry, about it, just, right, you, you <laughs> guys are from you guys are from Stoke. Now, all I know about Stoke, and you have to forgive this, is that it's famous for um, pottery and I think oatcakes. Is that right, or have I made yeah. that what
3: up? What about right, Slash?
0: And of course, Slash and Robbie Williams. I think. If I'm
1: oh, Robbie Williams. Yeah. Hey, there's a there's <laughs> <about>. <laughs> it's
2: Obviously, it's obviously, sorry
0: <laughs> there. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm doubtless from, from no. Yeah, I love oh wow. I mean. Uh, to be honest, I was going to ask you, you know, what your favourite type of pottery each was, and then I thought I don't know anything about pottery, so I can't hold this conversation. Whereas toast <laughs> at the beginning, I can hold that conversation for days. <laughs> but um, what's it like? You know, what what's the music scene like in Stoke? Because I've you know, I've been there, obviously, but I, you know, I don't know. There's so many little niche local um, uh, kind of you know, industries in music, isn't there? There's so many little communities in the rest of it. But what's it actually oh, like there? Discharger from Stoke as well, actually. Oh, nice. Okay.
2: Uh, I mean, the thing is, is it used to have that that Wheatfield in Stoke, which is now Wetherspoons, unfortunately, used to be a very big stomping ground for bands. I mean, Green Day have even played there uh, in the past. Uh, but the, it is, I would say, the Sugar Mill has become uh, probably the, one of the premier venues when out and there's the Underground as well. There's also Eleven. Uh, which does? Uh, I mean, we've supported uh, a couple of bands there, Diamond Head and Anvil, uh, We supported them there, uh, so nice. it, it's quite vibrant, really. Uh, I mean, quite a few bands have gone to the Sugar Mill on the way up. Oasis, loads and loads of different bands. Uh, Elastica, you know. I, I've used just ones I'm sort of thinking of at the top of my head. Uh, yeah, nice. but yeah and the all when we were kids because we're like you say we're old enough to know better i mean that used <laughs> to be part of the tour, tour route as well so i've seen acdc there motorhead there uh, nice. countless times uh nice. zz top everybody and everybody went through that uh it, it, like you know 80s that kind of thing In fact, that's the other thing. We've all been in the same room at the same time, but we didn't know one another, you know. That's another interesting, you know, find a bit weird in that respect. But I would say those are the vibrant areas.
0: That sounds... I mean, it sounds like it's buzzing to me. You know, it's funny, isn't it? I have... I like to think of relatively good knowledge of, you know, music and gigging and all the rest of it. But, you know, every time I have this conversation with someone from a place, I don't really know. It's like, wow, there's loads going on. And I find that really exciting because whilst the internet gives you that broad reach and in some ways the sort of democratisation of music and all the rest of it, it actually, it's you know, it's the local, tapping into the local scenes and kind of having, having that little bit of, you know, um, small town insight if you like or large town insight depending on where people are from but just those those bits that others don't know i find fascinating because you know i'm now thinking oh i wonder you know when everything opens up maybe i'll travel and go to the sugar mill because that sounds like a good place you know would i have ever known it existed before this conversation probably not how far away is it and how much is that going to cost me don't know but we'll try it out <laughs> um but yeah it's just it's fascinating there's so much going on that people don't know about i think
1: everywhere you know what
4: well, well, we should that- read really- I think as um, when things get going again, um, you should come up and play with us in Stoke, and then we'll come down and play with you and Brian.
0: Just uh it. i that. for that. Anyway,
1: yeah. and, uh, uh, em, em and I will be making our way back uh, there when we can again because we had a great time, and we we had we we only had like the seven days. But man, we packed. Mike had the had the best itinerary possible. We packed so much in in five days. We did a lot. It was constantly go go go, but completely worth it. But it was a downfall that we couldn't get to the North part because not just you guys, but we had friends in Newcastle as well that we'd like to visit, and then Liverpool and a couple other places. Like, it's like I just we didn't not enough time within the week. But the time we did spend. Uh, man, we had a great time, like, with the pubs and the food, oh, the food was amazing, like, and the best, one of the best parts about about our trip, guys, is, uh, we wanted to do, uh, um, the, uh, Mike, what what was the dome we wanted to go up in? Uh, was, it was the British Airways, right?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right,
1: so it was the British, the British Airways uh, in Brighton, there's, like, like a little kind of of spiral dome, you kind of take you up the top, you come back down, sort of thing, but it's inside. So we're we're in line. Little did we did we realize that we were actually crashing a party. There was a party going on, but we weren't invited. It was like a special party, but we didn't realize. So we got to the front. So there's our our, our crashing a party in England unintentionally.
0: Hold on, I forgot about that.
1: Actually, yeah. Yeah. What happened there? Did we get kicked out or something? Well, well, no. Well, this is a party, so you can't come in. All right. Well, that's fine. So let's go somewhere else. We'll go to another pub. We're good. (laughs)
3: um i noticed in the uh
0: um by the way you guys are brilliant at this kind of stuff because you set up an event on facebook for this interview which i thought was a great idea and i sort of thought geez we've been doing this for years i don't think we've ever done that maybe (laughs) it's
1: it's always been a balance on it (laughs) it's a
0: genius move but um i noticed one of you's wearing a hat uh, in the this is quite random sorry I the next one is his wearing a hat in the photo um on the on the event and uh, which by the way looks fantastic um but it just um i was having a conversation recently slightly randomly uh, with my dad actually i'm not sure I so Say recently we, were, we were, I haven't seen him for ages and we were together at the time uh drinking i think but um <laughs> i wanted to ask you guys it just sort of sparked this but the conversation i was having with my dad um, i think it was possibly at a festival a couple of years ago um was about if you could create a hat right you could have anything on it it could do anything it's kind of the hat to end all hats what would it be? And um, I've never asked anyone that question, apart from Drunkenly with my dad. And then I saw one of you wearing a hat and thought, I've got to ask that tonight. So if you could invent the hat of all hats, I'm sure our listeners who love new music and 21 Grams would love to know, what would your hat of all hats do? I'll let you answer that in whatever order you like. I think
4: I'll need to answer this one, because he's he's the band hat (laughs) Uh,
2: I My favourite hat to pull my (laughs) hat. If I'm honest, so that's what it'd be. It'd be a pork pie. Ass.
0: Would you store pork pies in it just for sort of novelty? No, because I, I don't eat meat. <laughs> uh, the irony,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, be fifty pies
0: in the top. Can you get vegetarian pork pies? You can actually, yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> Are they just? I mean, they're not really pork pies. They're just pies. I
3: don't think don't be, be called a pork pie.
1: <laughs> well, the the the, the uh, um, green in it, right? It it, it, it it is legal in Canada, so I you know it. Pop pie takes in a whole new meaning, right? So.
6: That's oh so, <laughs> well, true. I mean, like, um it's like it's fucking.
1: It's anyways, okay. Well, I'll shut up now about that. So, um. So now we get
0: to Brandy. You want them to make a hat that's basically made out of weed. So they well, can No,
1: well this isn't teaching Chong uh, up in smoke with, with the with a van, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're crossing know? the border, they're getting high because it's on fire, right? Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that
2: movie. Yeah. <laughs> in fact I was that movie at one point in my
0: life. Love it i'll be honest with you i thought that question might be one of those that just falls flat but we we learned something that i didn't expect
1: there <laughs> i wasn't <laughs> expecting that no <laughs> so you know what um why don't we use this uh, as a, as a chance to play the new 21 Graham song called who's who dig this <laughs> Is, is, is so. Uh, I, 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 kind of, I was like a tribute to Iron Maiden, like that was amazing, and I just love love the vocals. and I just the the guitarist, it just that, that heavy, but it's got that kind of unique kind of style to it. And you know what? to your music, it it always kind of brings up a question, which I actually saw mentioned online the other day uh, when they were saying, well, you know, uh, pick an album like for a band, like what's the better one? And the one came up, and it's like it's always a hard decision. It's like and it was Megadeth. It was either peace Cells or Rust in Peace. Like, oh fuck, man! Like, it's it's that that that's what your music brings to the table, man. It's it's always that debate where it's a great effing tune, but like, and it can go it can go either way. It's like, well, you know, it, it's it's a it's an amazing tune, and it's compared to this, and just, oh, it just it's, sometimes it, it's almost hard to comment because you, you don't know where to start and how to. Kinda, they dissect it right i mean i mean and this is, this is all good and positive but it just sometimes like i sit there and i kind of like man i have no idea where to start this one like at all <laughs>
0: <laughs> i have to say I'm, I'm gonna echo all that like you know we're talking off air like we're, we're really lucky that we get to sit here play music we love every week um you know more regularly, especially because bands are gigging and stuff, we have had more interviews, so we get to chat to people and have a bit of a laugh. Um, and obviously, we, we get to chat to each other and, and all the rest. It. And it's it's just you know, it's a real privilege and a pleasure. But we are quite lucky as well because we get loads of submissions. We we have the sort of ability to just choose our favourites, and Bainesy does a really good job to play this together and stuff like that. But you know, I don't think you guys could send us a tune we wouldn't want to play. Like in all honesty, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass, but then genuinely. <laughs> listen to that tune like the guitars in that are just so tight the tone is absolutely gorgeous the vocal by the way is, i'm sure i've said before is absolutely just soaring and brilliant and river, guys it's just so ridiculously tight and kind of sinks in and it just comes you know you get this energy do you know what i mean it just throws energy at you it's proper filthy rock and roll it's right up my street um as, as no doubt you know <laughs> in terms of the sort of stuff i like it's just fucking brilliant what a tune what a feel-good fantastic tune um, I Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: I did. I did that thing again, but I didn't frame that as a question. <laughs> 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 Comments from the floor. Um, so, I mean, with that, like, one thing we haven't asked you is what when you when you're writing lyrics, do you guys have kind of certain themes you're drawn to, or things that you write about in particular? Um, I must admit, being a guitarist, I tend to always hear the guitars first in a song, and then the lyrics kind of three listens in, but, um, <laughs> but, yeah. but what, what are the kind of themes and things that you guys write about or find yourselves writing about?
4: Well, we pro- I mean, um, we've got three lyric writers in the band, uh, really, uh, you know, uh, yourself and organ Ten. Um, yeah. So it, it's probably, you know, um, it's, it's pretty much, um, it, it's got to be something that you think about um, that, that, that's happened to you, or something you know is real. But pe- personally, I, I always try and write a lyric that I know it means something. But I try and write it so if somebody doesn't want read into the lyrics, you can just listen to it as well. If that makes sense. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, or, or probably you know he'll have a different take on it, and, and Tim will have another take. If you want, you know, if you want to ask them. As well. Uh, but that that's what I try and do. I try and write a lyric that means something but it, it's not so specific that it can't just be a good song on its own to
2: listen to, you know. I think,
0: like, be a mystery. I think
2: could could just jump I think with that say that particular song. I, I think I came up with, I, I, I did I come up with the original lyrics for it and then I bring them into the where we're years. Tim looks at me, it's like I've gone fucking bonkers and says <laughs> I'm going to fit all that in. That's going to be like, because I'm vexed very, very wordy. And then what happens, it just gets chiseled down into what you what it ends up, so it works. Uh, yeah. and that's our process. Same with riffs, same with everything. It comes in with an idea, nice basic idea. It germinates and away we go, you know. Uh and that pod's come in with stuff and I'll come up with a, a chorus. But I go on holiday and the ch- tune gets completely rewritten. Uh, I won't go on <laughs> about that, though. I've got Avery's. Uh, but, it's, it, but that's how it happens. It's a democracy and what works for the song and the band is what sticks.
3: Well, I take seven agree yeah. on that. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, you yeah, sometimes it gets a bit weirdy for me and I don't know understand what the words mean. Because I'm a bit sick. <laughs> so... He uses big words like wheelbarrow when things are like, actually changing. <laughs> <laughs> but it all ends up, it all ends up uh, as it works out anyway. and like, Hopefully, people like it. you know. So. Absolutely.
1: Well, guys, not to cut you off here, but uh, if you want to give a shout-out, now is the time because we have about uh, two and a half minutes-ish roughly left. I know it's gone by super quick, so... We will make a part to and continue this uh, at, a, at a later time. But uh, until then, if you have any shouts, now is the time to, to give them out.
3: Yeah, um, just a shout-out to Mole, listening in the term, with, and Georgia. Georgia's uh, Mole's wife, and she's our manager. Okay. Um, and she does a hell of a lot for us. So thank you very much, Georgia. Thank you, everybody, lessons to us and come see us. And thank you to yourselves for supporting us.
0: Like we said
1: before, it's genuinely our pleasure. <laughs> yeah, guys, <laughs> yeah, really Thank lucky. you so much. We we we, we really yeah, this m- and we will make a part two of this because there's still not enough time. So we'll look at let's say beginning of April. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, great. All right, so we'll see. The, we'll see the first starting in April. We'll continue. We'll do a part two of this interview. Thank you very much. Thanks yeah, very
2: much. Much appreciated, Thank you. guys. Absolutely. Cheers, guys. Bye. Very
1: much. Yeah. See you. Have a Stay great safe and all that. You as well have a great day. Thank you guys. Thank Stay you. safe. Bye. Stay bye. Safe.
2: Thank
1: Cheers. You. Bye. bye. Can I night. Oh man, what a great call that was. So will so we'll call. Mike back right now, but that was so much fun, and it uh, just shows that you know, it's going to come through for uh, six people. What's happening, buddy? Hey
0: oh man what a great great well, I know.
1: And, and we will like honestly first Saturday of april uh 20 grams is already booked in for for, for part two Nice. because what we're gonna do two is because um because we're taking the first weekend of march off and then we have one blind mouse flying weekend but we're doing a part two with uh with uh, um katia macabre for uh so the weekend following so we'll have for the weekend following Nice, nice, because nice. We don't have enough time with her either, right? So, but man,
0: don't have enough time with anyone. But I mean, it's exactly. just like that's what we're doing part two is
1: here, and that's fine, right? So, oh, but great. man, so much fun, and I was so excited. Like I've been thinking about this all week. Like I said, I'm just so excited. It's like man, I can't wait to talk to Pods and hug you know these guys. it to be so much fun. And man, what a great time it was. That's why like I know 45 minutes is nowhere near enough time. But what a great time, and we will be doing part two, and uh, we might alter. our our format just a little bit possibly, but we'll see. Either way, man. Thank you so much for 20 grams. Like, no... Huggy Huggy Simon Tim like uh, pods like guys thank you so much it was an awesome bit we had a great time but we'll be back for part 2 uh for Saturday of April
0: Yeah absolutely they're such a great group of guys and they they're so down to earth and you know they just they're obviously just a group of guys that, you know group of mates that have a laugh love playing music together wide range of influences and it just comes across it's so enjoyable isn't it to listen to It's so oh, absolutely energetic and just brilliant brilliant like I said earlier, sort of proper, filthy rock and roll, right on my street, uh, kind of stuff. But yeah, absolutely brilliant. I'm so glad we got to speak to them. And you know, I, I know I sort of get quite evangelical about every interview, but it's been it's been such a brilliant year for that. We have it?
1: been very, very fortunate very fortunate
0: yeah, yeah. and like so there's I, not many uh, positive things for many people about the last sort of 11 12 like months that. to say to no, be honest no, but I'm,
1: I'm always thankful for the interviews because yeah i, I we always seem to match good interviews and exactly like uh, uh like pod said that you know factory fast has been around for a while because man i was in my old house when factory fast was going on and it was kind of mad addison's and just before you know we we became friends and started our journey to what is now nms right so
0: i know man yeah it's crazy i mean yeah it's funny um thinking about brian from factory fast records you know obviously i hope, hope he's doing well and everything yeah, yeah. we haven't heard yeah. from him for a while but he was such a nice guy as well and he was great at kind of picking out and uh, just finding these little you know he just turned over a few stones and his talent you know what i mean he's, he was good at that um yeah just talent spotting kind of thing but um yeah absolutely fantastic really really enjoyed that and we've got a cracking 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 show as well mate i was oh, looking at man. the playlist earlier i was yeah. like oh yeah this is good so yeah I'm, I'm on a proper high tonight this is
1: great well man we're gonna kick it off here at our, our uh, post show uh uh after the interview so here we go with brand new modern mimes and Face down dig this
6: Rushing around in the crowd I can't see anything Because you're everyone Passing the time through the rise Like a wolf You. Hey.
1: come back with this one right here like heavy and just like strong strong vocals i just loved it just kind of good that heavy kind of punk uh metal uh, um um um, tonality to it
0: yeah absolutely it's kind of like it's just the speed of that song was absolutely brilliant isn't it just you're instantly engaged with the just the velocity of the whole thing its just like in your face straight away kind of punky but then it's got this you know brilliant like you say kind of you know metal vocal that little guitar solo as well was absolutely the tone on that was so tight i really enjoyed that it was kind of i think it had a little bit of wire that came in on that but it was just i don't know it's kind of compressed and pushed i guess to a point where it was just kind of i don't know almost I don't know how you describe that. It was kind of scratchy almost in the tone. It was just really nice because mm-hmm. it came out of the mix um, really well. You know, God, I could geek out on guitar solos forever, of course, but that was a nice little touch. I enjoyed that. Um, and, yeah, just the, the speed of the tune and the, um, you know, the, the, but also the space and the, the, the tone of the whole thing, I thought was absolutely brilliant. I really enjoyed that. I was literally kind of just, you know, bomb my head along, going for it. And then you're like, oh, 10 seconds left. I was like, what the fuck? How is this over already? It's this is crazy. Play it
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Brilliant, Jane. Okay, well, man, uh, next up, I, I asked you th- this off air, and I knew you know the answer anyways, but I decided to ask you anyways. So, our next band up is a band called Artie Zip, and I asked Mike, I said, you know what's funny? I said, well, of course you know, and he was bang on, so it's for the symptoms. So, Marge's boyfriend, well, not boyfriend, but her date for the prom, before she she actually, you know, saw Homer at the end, so decided to go with Homer instead, right? And, uh, So I think of Artie Ziff, and it's uh, John Lovitz who did did the voice for the character, right? And uh, uh, he says, Marge, I appreciate it. If you don't tell anybody about how busy my hands were, were. not so much for myself, but it would damage the town to hear it. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) And then he drives off like, amazing. And that's that's why I think of Artie Ziff, a.k.a. John Lovitz. Well, no but he did it twice. Anyway, very funny. So here we go with a band called Artie Ziff, and it's called Futel. And it just reminds me, too, of uh, of an earlier Simpsons episode I saw the other day on Disney when Homer quits. And he's on the golf cart with Mr. Burns, and he's using his a bongo. And Mr. Burns says, he goes, I know she reacts, but I'm paralyzed with rage. <laughs> <laughs> and I was dying. I was like, man, I was one of the best first glance ever. Paralyzed with rage. I don't think I've ever been that bad in my life. But still funny as hell, right? So here you go with Artie Zift, a quick side talk about The Simpsons, and a song called Futile. Do this.
6: It's
7: futile but we never seem to get tired It's futile but we never think it gets old It's futile but we're back at it again It's futile but, it. but we never
1: think it gets old Right on Artie Ziff and futile uh great band name but great tune as well i mean that was kind of uh i'd say like a, a, a kind of we'll call it a gloomy alternative which is essentially what it was from grunge in the, in the mid to early 90s and uh like a really well, well no i mean be honest with you, great great music but, but this was really cool it just it had that certain feel to it right
0: that's such a great description, gloomy alternative, I love oh, that. No,
1: let's be honest, you know, I mean, it's, we, we love it, so it's not a knock, It just it's the truth. <laughs> no, know. yeah, no, no, it's
0: just, It's just. I thought it was a really poetic description, <laughs> I enjoyed that. Sometimes you say things, I'm like, ah, oh, that's really poison. good old poignant. <laughs> it's quite poetic. <laughs> And you're like, oh, it has an elegance about it, like yeah. rock and <laughs> roll. Um, oh, so I sort of throw myself off there completely. Yeah, that's that is a this, Well, I was gonna say rock and roll, it's a proper <laughs> tune, absolute tune. Um, yeah, you're right, it's almost got actually for me that had a bit of a Foo Fighters thing going on. Um, was it one by one? Was that the name of the album yeah. or was that the name of the song? I can't remember um, but um, well,
1: it was a song for sure. Yeah, um, um Do I wished, Wake Me Down.
0: Baby, that's it, yeah, yeah. Baby, dude, oh dude, my dude. love <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, it had that kind I of something something, okay. Something, something yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that kind <laughs> of feel um, yeah, pff, you know I've, I've now I have to go back and read that song to see if I'm talking absolute bollocks or not. But to me, on first listen, it sounded like it had that kind of influence, that kind of era in my mind, uh, which is pretty cool. But yeah, definitely that kind of, you know, alternative post-grungy type thing, um, which I love. And then it's just kind of, you know, it's another one where they kind of, they must absolutely get through like cymbals and snare drums, the, the you know, the volume and the not even the volume, just how hard he seems to hit the drum kit. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? But it sounds absolutely brilliant, obviously. But it's just, you get that energy, you get that kind of, I don't know, I don't even know how you describe that sound, but there's something about, you can tell when someone is absolutely smashing a drum kit to pieces as opposed to just kind of, you know, hitting it or if it's a MIDI file or whatever. Uh, But yeah, that's just like,
1: he's hitting that, he or she. It's absolutely smashing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, great band, obviously cool title. Uh, Cool cool band name, rather. Love it
1: on, um, man. Well, next up, we have a brand new band called uh, um, uh, Karoshi. So K-A-R-O-S-H-I. So I'm pronouncing it properly. So Karoshi with a song called "Not My Style." dig this. Not My Style. That was a great tune, man. I really love that. Just like, oh, this is not myself. This is not myself. But like, it's so true when you think of certain things, when you want to go out and do something. I mean, not so much now, obviously. But either way, uh, great tune. And it uh, was a great bridge. And just had that kind of cool like electronic rock pop. Not quite new metal sound to it, but still...
0: Awesome tune. Man, that was amazing. That was like for me, that was a cross between the Metallica kind of Load era, uh, Load Reload era sound, and like <laughs> pendulum, <what> <laughs> <laughs> which I love, by the way, yes, um, so. and uh, <laughs> and um, and like pendulum, like drum and bass kind of, you know, that kind of heavy drum and bass that was quite popular a few years ago. Um, but yeah, just had that. That was kind of swished together. It was like here's a big bad, bold, hard rock riff, and then we'll smash in some kind of, yeah, wompy bass lines and make it a bit fast paced. That was just, like, awesome. I mean, I really enjoyed that. That was amazing.
1: <laughs> I-, I like it a lot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was. You don't hear those two kind of things smashed together that often, and it worked really well. So, yeah,
6: I like it a lot.
1: <laughs> baby. Yeah, like... <laughs> Uh, uh, that was not uh, Austin, Powers. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, Austin Powers. cliche, right? Um, oh, my
0: God.
1: Not necessarily the truth, guys, just because, you know. Anyways. Okay, <laughs> so next up, we have brand-new Healthy Junkies, Kirsten, uh, uh Timothy Brighton, and On My Radar. And it's a song called Streets of Olympia. But just before I forget, uh, in case she's listening, I just want to wish a very happy birthday to uh, to Emma from uh, Plugin' Baby
3: oh happy birthday
1: so emma scott from plugging baby so happy birthday emma uh i did wish to her on, on facebook but in case you're listening happy birthday to her as well on uh from us at music Saturday. so let's get to our next tune which is healthy junkies and a song called streets of olympia dig this This is a great song love uh, her vocals and this one had a bit more uh, so it potentially could have gone part two as well uh, yeah. but between the heaviness and the kind of we'll call it uh, the kind of 67 kind of tripped out vocals feel to it uh, she nailed it and uh, I just love the dynamic to this, to this band they, 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 they seem to switch it up they they have a genre but they don't you know it's almost like they always go like oh you can possibly pit and hold us but like nope sorry we're going to change it up on e again, here we go with something bigger, badder and fucking kick-ass.
0: Yeah, definitely. I was just thinking that I love the way they kind of switch up the genre because this, this band, like, you know, some of their, I actually love these guys, by the way, they're a great band, massively underrated, not by us, of course, but, <laughs> but you know, in the mainstream, uh, but they, they are brilliant. They, they kind of, a lot of their stuff has got that kind of, you know, new wave of classic rock, new wave of rock and roll, if you want to call it thing going on. Um, which is, yeah, just... Well, it's like plugs awesome so. in
1: the, the Scar, uh, not Scar, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And then this has kind of got a, you know, garage kind of thing, which, again, I really dig, um, you know, just that kind of, you know, New York bedroom indie thing, right. um, which is absolutely fantastic, which did uh, does remind me, uh, I know I told you this and a few people who see this online, but I, I got criticised this week um, by someone who will remain anonymous but right. um oh, obviously yeah. someone who, whose music you know we chose well actually that's not fair we, it wasn't that we didn't choose to play this person's music it was that they didn't attach their music to the email uh, so we didn't have a chance to actually listen to it, right. uh, but you know, on reflection, I don't know if we would have anyway, but um, <laughs> this person seemed to get quite offended uh, and seemed to be under the impression that we didn't like it or whatever, which we never actually said. Um, yep. And then said something about tuning in and hearing loads of crap garage bands. I was like, well, I really like crap garage bands. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, but, but, but just because, you know, it just, it just one opinion against another, right? Yeah, and, and, that, and, that, and, that, like, and that's fine. Also, and, and trolls are going to happen. That's fine. I mean, yeah. you know, if 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 you no, know, you no. Know, as far as I'm concerned, if you want to sit in your mother's basement and make music and comment <laughs> and stuff because you have nothing better to do, then by all means, knock yourself out, have fun. It's not going to affect you in the least bit whatsoever, yeah. because we are doing this for the love of music. We are doing this to support local, far and wide bands and any bands because we like doing this and this is what we love to do. So if you want to insult, comment, by all means, have your have fun, knock yourself out. You know, like be, but we're not the pathetic ones live, living a, what we'll call a sheltered life, uh, <laughs> living it under mommy dies do it for maybe your grandparents because you're too pathetic to move on. But that's fine, and we're fine with that. Do each their own. You know, I'm not gonna knock any, any anybody's way of life. You know, you live how you want to live, and that's it. And that that's what makes you happy that's what makes you happy so by all means you do it but, so I love you know so speak on brother we you know we, we love it keep it coming because you know what you know you're not gonna budge us one bit and you're not gonna offend us so you no know, have i have, have fun if it makes you feel better helps have to sleep at night then by all means go. <laughs> other than that i know uh we'll we'll put away zero fucks given so yeah.
0: Oh, that was such a brilliant! I'm so glad they introduced that conversation. That was such a brilliant way to put that into poetic. Again, you see, you put me to shame. Um, but yeah, it was it was beautiful. He was saying something about the breathtakingly stunning reviews we write. I was like, well, we do choose the songs we like and write about them, so that kind of makes sense. Well, <laughs> that's anyway, what it just makes us me from laugh. the
1: other stations is because no we're giving honest to god heartfelt opinions here these are not just stuff like, like oh it's good too and move on it's like no we're putting stuff because we'd like it because we want to comment we want to tell ben that yes we think you guys are awesome and this is this is this is how we why we think you're cool and you know wow us again with your next single
0: yeah exactly exactly it's yeah it's it's it was just funny <laughs> it's just so <laughs> ridiculous listen <laughs> I'm not going to go into the details but this chain of messages and I felt for the guy because it was
1: kind of like you know, and the first time we've got something like that and it happens and we understand and we're not we have no reason to, to be rude or whatever but if you want to be rude we can kind of slightly knock you kinda slightly back and I'm, I'm done I have to say everybody knows how I feel so what we're going to do is we're going to move on to our next to the night which is awesome <laughs> And we have a brand new Stratton 5, which is awesome. I saw it's like, so the email is like, okay, what am I gonna move and switch around for Stratton 5? Because I kind of had the list done by about Wednesday ish, and I think the email is on the Thursday. It's like, okay, no, I can make this work. And, and just before her, we get to the song, too, another song we're playing tonight, part one, is it the brand new Wild Horse tune, you know? And I saw, I saw Stephen Bowen's post on Thursday. It's like, it's like, oh, brand new Wild Horse. So I was like, oh, cool. He has the emails. He has like, oh, when's he going to email us? How am I going to fit this in? And I'm just waiting <laughs> for it. And then Friday, bang, there's a there's an the email from Steven. It's like, okay, I, I will work this in. I will figure it out, but I will work New Wild Horse in. I'm just waiting <laughs> for it. And I was kind of preemptively left the slot for a Wild Horse, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but, yeah, awesome. Anyways, so let's get to our next song of the night. And uh, this is a uh, brand-new Stratton 5, and it's called fallen out of love did this i
8: drink to
1: Single and what a great one, man! I love her voice, so catchy and just just had that kind of well well, and it's it's quite the mix. I it, the way I would kind of uh, well not quite pigeonhole it, but I would say it'd be like I would be pop ska alternative you know <laughs> just but it was a great tune and i do like i said i love her vocals as soon as i saw email and listened to the songs like, okay yeah this is definitely where we will make room for a strand fight for for uh, ms to speak
0: yeah definitely i love the fact you like the way i pigeonhole this is by naming every genre i can think of <laughs> well
1: i said not pigeonhoeing but and, <laughs> and to be fair that about maybe three or four genres so it's not all of them so I know I know, I know. It's
0: just, it's, but, but that's the thing isn't it because they have this brilliant kind of diverse influence in the, in the sound which I think is amazing because the vocals have got kind of a breeders thing going on and um, right. uh, a bit Ravenettes and you know stuff like that and it's kind of grungy but it also has this you know high school band feel but
1: like yeah yeah like the school gym right
0: yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, all that, you know, all those kind of things coming together, um, but then it's also, you know, again, it's another one, you could probably play some of that stuff in part two, it's a little bit tripped out with the kind of lead parts, um, well, and, and like that's kind the
1: kind thing, is like, I, I, submissions over the past, we'll see, with well, two weeks or so, um, it's been a bit of an uneven balance, or it's been a kind of half and half, it's like, well, this could work for either or, right, so, yeah, you know, where do I want to line up and where do I want to place it to make it sound like a, a good smooth transition so I, I know I totally agree with what you said
0: yeah definitely yeah they're brilliant but the vocals are amazing um, just yeah generally as a, as a general note I think they come together really well as a band sorry about the poor phrasing there I just realised what I said oh,
1: yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, man I, I'm not going to mention on air but uh, um, M has some poor phrasing in day and and to really realise it a lot it's like oh my god like or you know it's like yes yes I heard it too like yeah Yeah. because because a lot of times I don't don't even say a phrase I just start giggling it's like okay yes I heard it too I
0: love it Uh, anyway I lost my train of thought there but yeah that was a great tune
1: yeah all right man. that's very cool so next up we have a brand new Hannah Bearcat and the song's called Cycle dig this
6: (laughs) you
1: cat was cycle uh that's her newest one obviously the newest single and you know, i was telling my golf fair this one could have gone either way to either part two down the rabbit hole or just part one uh for kind of metal folk rock pop you name it and then you know down the rabbit hole you might as well be popping a bunch of acid tablets and or eating some trims. Not, <laughs> not literally please don't because we're not condoning that whatsoever but either way um did this song was, it was so cool because it had that rock element to it, but it also had that kind of early 60s, 70 kinda, um we'll call it psychedelic feel to it as well. And Hannah's got a, such a great voice and so powerful. Even we'll call it the low, uh, lower monotone parts of the song, it's still just like super strong, powerful. So great tune. Love this. This is the newest tune. It's been, it's been a while. It's been almost a year, I think, since her last uh, single. So Hannah oh, Bearcat really? and Cycle.
0: Man, yeah, that's a brilliant tune. I mean, uh, sorry, I was just trying to hit the cough button in time <laughs> so I didn't splutter it over the airway. Fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but um, I love that. The, I mean, there are some harmonies on the vocal that are absolutely brilliant, just lift it up a layer. She does the Ozzy Osbourne thing sometimes where she sings with the guitar riff right. and then she breaks off and does the, I guess, the Ronnie James Dio thing where she sings across it. But uh, yeah, it's just a, the vocals and the guitar are so smart in the way they work together. It sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you've got this big, heavy rhythm section behind it just bringing it all together. Plus, yeah, another, another brilliant tune. Um, I, I feel like... The, yeah, the vocals kind of stand out in that, but the whole thing together is what makes it such a great
1: tune. That's brilliant. Right on, man. Well, next up, uh, like I told you off-air, uh, on Thursday, I saw a post for a brand-new Wild Horse song called The Movies That Go Awesome. And I'm thinking, like, well, we haven't got the email yet for submission. just waiting for it. Then, of course, it comes first First thing framework morning. It's like, I knew this was coming, so I, I, I potentially kind of made a spot and moved, moved a few things around so I could play the song. <laughs> so... <laughs> So here we go with a brand new Wild Horse. And the song called The Movies. Take this.
5: You know I take you to the movies. But there's nothing on that you'd want to say. And I can't take you to a party anymore. And I can't take you to the movies. You're no longer around You see And all I wanna do Is heal you I no longer Wanna miss You You know I take it to the Strawberry on the
1: Those kind of sound with like the stones, which is cool, but they developed their own sound and their in their own tune. Well obviously tunes uh plural, but they developed their own sound and you can tell in the difference in vocals and difference in ranges and the, the, the bridges and how how far they come. It's each tune here there's progression all along the way and you can tell each song there's you can you can pick out those little progressions each one the way and it's just so cool. It's like well man they come from all the way down here at point A, all the way here to point B, and holy Christ, have they done an awesome job!
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, yeah, I absolutely love these guys, as you know. Um, <clears throat> I love them as well. There's a bit of a, um, it's not that new, I suppose, but there's definitely been a switch where the, you know the, there's more of um, Jack singing, um, than Henry these days, so she's an interesting. Uh, you know because he's got just a different range and stuff like that but the two of them together just they you know, the two brothers bounce off each other brilliantly and the drummer's amazing yeah, he's and he's a really nice guy as well um <laughs> he's probably good but, um <clears throat> yeah they're just you know they're, they're a fantastic band um i love the bass line in that like the bass is pretty sweet in that they've you know when when they seems like a long time ago now but when they played the last off the record um uh independent music festival in in brighton which was 20. Nineteen, I guess, because we didn't do it last year. Right. Um, these guys playing, and they were just fantastic, and, and they they were sort of you know switch between you know what they're doing on different songs and just work together as a three piece. And you can tell that that kind of creativity and um, tightness in the sound, I guess, comes from just playing together for years and years and years from when they're very very young. Um, but yeah, like you say, the progression's amazing. They've totally come into their own and got their own sound. Last couple of releases have really really shown that um they've got this kind of you know alternative pop rock uh thing going on with a kind of you know nod to the kind of classic rock uh, era and, and there's a whole load of alternative and everything in there but it's full of emotion it's full of great stories and i think they're amazing i really love these guys right
1: on man well we have uh, two more songs left here for part one so next one up is jamie small from her most recent release uh, memoirs three and she does a cover of I Can See From Miles By The Who off of Meaty, beady, beady, Big, and Bouncy album By The Who, and <laughs> Memoirs Street. and by the way, I had that in vinyl and CD and our drive, you know, great album. But here we go, and this is a great cover, and my god, yeah, you'll be uh, more than pleasantly surprised and amazed. So here we go with Jaylee Small and her cover of I Can See From Miles By The Who author album. Meaty, beady, big and bouncy Just because why? Because it's fun to say Do this
0: I've never said that out loud yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know
9: you've deceived me Now here's a surprise I know that you have You're gonna lose that smile
1: Jay Lee Small with I can see from miles a cover of the Who song from their album. Like I said many times, she's loved to say it, meaty, beaty, big and bouncy. And uh, man, what a fantastic cover! I just she nails it. Like my god, like is is there not one genre that she can't nail vocally? She is done so well with soul r&b pop like like a uh, uh, classic rock it just this is crazy stuff and it she does such a good job covering it and and man it did that song more than justice i just and we know my feelings on on covers either you 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 nail it or you fuck it up big time you know like
0: <laughs> <laughs> she nailed it yeah exactly um, like I'm sure I've told you this before. I don't know if I've said on air, but generally, I when when covers come in inbox, I don't listen to them. Um, the reason is when we play them on air, I want like that reaction to be the first one because it's a song I'm you know not always familiar with. I don't know every song, but you know what I mean. Quite often, so I tend to if it says cover, I'm like oh I'll save that. Um, so I I I mean I genuinely wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I really wasn't. I didn't know what that was going to sound like. I was excited by the idea of it. That was just wow. I mean, you know, that <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous, but the, the the all of the layers of vocal harmonies and all of that coming together and the orchestration behind that was really quite something. Um, obviously, it's a, it's a great tune. I'm not even a massive Who fan, but you know, everyone can tell you that's a great tune.
1: It was so um, well done
0: yeah but that was just yeah that's what i was going to say it's 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 not even the song it's the way the song was done and
1: that's the thing is because even if wow. you weren't a fan of her specifically you have to give her credit for the way uh you would, you would have to give her credit for the way you produce and, and and just orchestrate right so
0: i can't uh, imagine I'm, anyone I'm a huge not fan and like, i I, yeah. like, I love
1: jamie small and that's why i'm like gonna gonna pipe her up right to the top of the charts but but even if you didn't, you have to give her credit for the orchestration and production of the song because that was very, very well done, very professionally done. So,
0: I can't imagine there's a person on the planet that doesn't love JD
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we have one more song here for part one, and then we'll take a quick let's see, fifteen twenty before we go back to part two. So our last song for part one is a brand new L Harp, and we played her a few, uh, about three, four weeks old, roughly and I'm trying to remember the collaboration of the band she did with either way it was a great song but we have a brand new song by her and it's called Black Crow. this is Ella Harp dig this this is a great tune by the way and definitely suitable for an end and uh, uh, part two dig this hey. It's like, oh, well, Harp's got a new song. I was like, oh, no way. Took it right away. It's like, oh, this is so going in part two. <laughs> or <our, our, laughs> part, part one. Sorry. I had to finish up to kind of slow things down. But love her vocals. And it just love it. It sounded like she used, used a ukulele there at some point. But, yeah. Oh, man. What a great tune. But I still heard It's like, oh, man. This is so good for NMS. like right away. It's okay. But it's like, because I said part two initially. But it's like. Maybe part one, maybe we'll kind of tape her off, kind of give a little, kind of we'll call it tease to part two for, no, the, the downward spiral that is a rabbit hole, but great tune. And uh, uh, yeah, L Harp is definitely uh, one of the new artists to keep an eye out for and listen out for because she is awesome.
0: Mate, that was absolutely fantastic. I mean, that was, wow. That was so, so good. It was, yeah, like you say, tripped out, kind of bluesy, I guess. Yeah. Um, had that kind of,
1: um well, that, that was the ukulele side to it right okay. can I can i give that little bit of a uh we'll call it a, a tip in uh a... yes
0: yeah exactly um i'm trying to work out like if it was a ukulele or a banjo or i don't know I can... i'm gonna,
1: i i could be wrong but i'm going to ukulele so
0: well, all right then, if you say so. Well, no, it doesn't mean i <laughs> just
6: a guess. Like, you
0: know, <laughs> like a... No, I know. But... <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's honestly just, yeah, absolutely stunning, because it's, it's kind of bluesy, it's soulful, obviously it's folky. Um, that, off the back of the J. Lee Smalls song, is a bit of a stunning way to end part one. There's
1: a rhyme to my madness, you know, like,
0: it's almost like we planned this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely fantastic. Brilliant. I can't wait for part two as well because it's proper tripped out again.
1: Oh, man, for sure. So uh, that's going to do it for part one. We'll be back in about, say, 15, 20 minutes. And, again, a big thank you to 20 Grand for the review. That was awesome. It's been a making. We had so much fun. And we will be doing yeah. a part two at the beginning of April. So until then, till part two, about 15, 20 minutes, like normal, we're gonna let uh, Dr. Kiger take us out. So take this. Emory Banks of the supercomputer. Mm-hmm.
6: Drinky dink that! Krieger out!